Let's go! Welcome to the basement. Yo, it's safer down here, cause that hundred flow will leave you on the pavement. And most of y'all like, wait a minute. The stuff that I be thinking is the stuff that Timmy out here boldly saying. Bow your heads, close your eyes, say your prayer. God got purpose for your life, stay prepared. We went viral and we didn't know who cared. Shout out to all of y'all that clicked, subscribe, and shared. Hey, we are on our way. Deathbed confessions, this is all I'll say. Like my last ten dollars, this is all I'll pay. The basement's all inclusive, this is all I'll stay. Believers, church hurt, atheists, agnostics, deconstructionists, and whatever your other optics. Press B and let's see what can be when we ask the Holy Spirit to come between you and me. What's up, my Tomies? I hope you're doing well. Listen, I'm on the set right now, and Tom is giving away six courses for the price of one. The Good Friday Sale. Dang, it's too good. Six courses for the price of one. And so if you could not afford course by course by course, you better get in now. I can't even remember all the ones that they're doing. What's the first one? Peace of mind. Peace of mind is the first. Listen, if you don't have peace of mind, you need to get it. What's the next one? Creating in chaos. Listen, this is the one that takes care of the distortion of your life and gives you clarity in a way that you've never had it before. Next. Led. If you want to be led by the Holy Spirit, then you need to get this course because this is the one that's going to show you how to lead and guide your life through the Holy Spirit's prompting. <laughs> the back row guide to Easter uh, is 50% about Easter and 50% about people that have been hurt in church. And so if you have felt distant or, or in any way reticent about stepping back into a community, a household of faith, let this course be a blessing to you. Next, Peace of Mind 7-Day Devotional. Take everything from the course and break it down so that you can have seven days in a row when you're intentional about your peace of mind. And finally, y'all been asking for it and we couldn't wait to give it to you. Upset the Vows is a course that Juliet and I will walk you through to get you some tips, some tools, some resources so that you and your spouse can be closer than you've ever been before. Upset the vows. Y'all giving away me and Juliet's juiciest stuff for the price of one course? Where they do that at? Well, I'll tell you why we did it. It's Good Friday. What the heck are we even doing? I need you to go to tomeapp.com slash Friday. But wait, there's one more thing. My name's Chris and I'm the CEO of Tome. And when we started Tome a few years ago, we had something called Tome Stories. And they were designed to help you understand what the Bible means in your everyday life. And because you've asked, we are bringing them back. And when you get Tim's Good Friday Easter bundle, you're going to get 12 months of Tome Stories absolutely free. Welcome to the basement, ladies and gentlemen. I am your host, Tim Ross. Yo, um, y'all weren't ready for them vocals, but you got them anyway. Uh, shout out to Press B. Shout out to my dweller. Shout out to uh, my promoters. Love you guys so much. Uh, Cash App, PayPal. All of the people that are generous enough to keep this show alive. Y'all are doing it. Like, I'm telling you, your support is amazing. You help us bless a lot of people. Like, no cap. You help us bless a lot of 
people. So I'm so just thank you. That's all I got to say. Thank you, thank you, thank you for be for you being you. I don't take it for granted at all. Um, Lord have mercy on my whole soul. <laughs> um, this is a solo pod. So so now that we've gone from uh uh one uh pod a week to two, uh we take two pods and uh, usually one with, is with a guest and then one is a solo. And so the solo dolos, we just get to get in, into whatever and talk about whatever. And um, yo, I, I, I really wanna, on, on the drive over here today, I was really stirred to like talk about um, overcoming opposition. Mm. Like to be where you are. Yeah to become who you need to become, to be who you need to be. Like yeah. you need to, you need to go through, um, you need to go through an obstacle course. Sometimes it's an obstacle course of your own soul. Sometimes it's the obstacle course of your emotions. Sometimes it's the obstacle course of your trauma, your past. Sometimes it's the obstacle course of freaking church hurt. You know what I mean? Life, freaking, uh, disease, disability, um, financial hardship like you gotta you gotta have a thick skin man life is like not life can be unforgiving it can be life-giving and sometimes it can be ungiving yeah you know what i mean and seemingly unending like you know so i that was on my heart like coming in here i'm like dude we need to we need to inspire some people like we need to inspire people like not to let a negative narrative mm. paralyze them and 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 a negative narrative to become the bed they lay in. Yeah. Right? Like I think today is me saying pick up your mat. Like if I'm your mentor, if I if you if I'm uncle, if I'm whatever you call me, right? Um, like I'm telling you today, like you cannot stay. You cannot stay in this fetal position for the rest of your life. You need to uncurl yourself, pick up your mat, and walk into and face whatever it is you have to face. Like like Life ain't going to change your narrative, okay? Your faith is not going to even change your narrative if you don't give God and yourself permission to, to get up. So I'm just, that's where my heart is. My yeah. heart is like heavy for it because I, and, and, and obviously I don't talk from a place of theory about no thing on earth, mm -hmm. okay? And so, I, I could have been the poster child mm. of, I got abused when I was little. Mm -hmm. And the neighborhood I grew up in was rough. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then porn. <laughs> oh, porn. <laughs> and then. And then promiscuity, I gave my, my body count is high. Oh, it's so high. <laughs> it reaches the sky, it's so high. <laughs> and I was hurt in church and 
Leadership rejected me. I can let all of that yeah. keep me in a fetal position mm-hmm. and make excuses and be bitter and be cynical and I squint at everything. Nobody's trustworthy. Everybody's, <laughs> yeah. everybody's going to hurt you. You know, my dad put me up on the counter and he told me to jump and he moved out of the way. He said, don't trust nobody. <laughs> well, no, your dad was an a-hole. Yeah. It's not, you know what I mean? Your dad, don't take that out on the rest of the world. Your dad is a jerk, right? So, I'm like my whole like everything in me today is like get up. Mm. Mm. I'm on that today. Yeah, I did. Like I'm. This ain't the nice. <laughs> they're there. This is some old. Hey, dude. Sh- I don't care. Mm. All right, your dad left, and <laughs> your parents got divorced, and your mom never hugged you, and oh. And yeah, I know it's gonna it's gonna sound ooh, it's gonna sound tight. Mm. You got sexually abused, and you got raped, and what's next? Church leadership hurts you, and you got fired unjustly, and mm-hmm. and what? You get to finish the narrative. Yeah, you can you can live as a toxic soul for the rest of your life, or you can be like, God got me. Mm-hmm. God got me. And I have enough faith to get through this. I have enough faith to get through this. I'm not bound by this. This has happened. I acknowledge it. Yeah. And the faith that helped me on the greatest days of my life will help me on, on the worst days of my life. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Let's go to the Bible, shall we? <laughs> Let me go ahead and myth bust your faith cuz cuz uh Mike Ty got 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 some of y'all messed up and i'm not saying Mike Ty messed you up i'm talking about you took his message mm. and because you didn't know how to apply it to the season Ooh. that you're in that crazy faith message messed you up mm. cuz you think crazy faith only equals promotion you think crazy faith only equals, I got the keys, keys, keys. Yep. Mm-hmm. You think crazy faith only, only equates to, I got a Bugatti out front. Mm-hmm. I got a 6,000 square foot house. Mm-hmm. I can go to Dubai for six months. That ain't crazy faith. Crazy faith is when you believe God in good times and in bad times. Yep. When things don't go your way, you have crazy faith. Yeah. When things do go your way, you have crazy faith. Yeah, crazy faith, really? Crazy faith really is, but if not. <clears throat> okay. Let's go there first. Put a marker <laughs> in my gateway bag. Hey, I got two <laughs> passages of scripture for you. I'm going to be in Hebrews 11. Put a marker there and go to, shout out to Robert Morris, dope spiritual dad. All right, so... um. Uh, where's that crazy faith at? Oh, Hananiah. Oh, Mishael. Oh, Azariah. <laughs> Y'all doing all right today, babies? I'm coming to see you. I don't call nobody slave names. Mm-hmm. Them three Hebrew boys, I don't call nobody slave names. Hananiah 
Mishael and Azariah. That's who that is. All right. So um, I'm going to just read scripture, right? Script, 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 scripture got these slave names, but it's all good. Okay. So obviously, nutshell, uh, Daniel chapter number three, um, Nebuchadnezzar builds a statue to himself because he's a freaking narcissist. And uh, it's a 90 foot statue. This is a this is a micro penis problem, right? Yeah. Right. I yeah. got a 90 foot statue of myself. You do not like you, okay? And so everybody's like, when the music plays, everybody's supposed to face down, butt up. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> um, that's the way we worship. What <laughs> face down, butt up? That's the way we worship. Uh, right. So so everybody's everybody's face down, butt up, bowing. These three dudes are sticking out. Mm-hmm. They're standing up like nobody bowing to y'all, right? So, so Nebuchadnezzar sees him. He's like, these dudes ain't bowing. They work for me and they ain't bowing. Mm-hmm. So, uh, uh, he says to them, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Uh, oh, let me back up. Let me back up. Let me go to thirteen. So Nebuchadnezzar flew into a rage and ordered that Shadrach. Meshach and Abednego be brought before him. When they were brought in, Nebuchadnezzar said to them, is it true, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, that you refuse to serve my gods or to worship the gold statue I have set up? I will give you one more chance to bow down and worship the statue I have made when you hear the sound of the musical instruments. But if you refuse, you will be thrown immediately into a blazing furnace, and then what God will be able to rescue you from my power? Mm. That fool's talking reckless, okay? Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego replied, oh, Nebuchadnezzar, (laughs) we do not need to defend ourselves before you. If we are thrown into the blazing furnace, the God whom we serve is able to save us. He will rescue us from your power, your majesty. Oh, look at the, still showing them respect, right? But even if he doesn't, Mm. we want to make it clear to you, your majesty, that we will never serve your gods or worship the ghost that you have set up. That's crazy. (laughs) That's crazy faith. Yes. But even if he doesn't. Right. King James. Mm. But if Mm. not, we'll never bow to you. Mm. Crazy faith is the the space in between if he does or if he doesn't. Mm -hmm. That's how much faith I got. Mm -hmm. If he does, I got enough faith. If he don't do it, I still got faith in him. Yeah. My faith doesn't move the needle when I want it to. Mm -hmm. God knows what he wants to do. He's sovereign and I'm going to let him do it. Mm -hmm. All right. So there's that. All right. Now let me, that's now in your Bibles, if you'll go to Hebrews chapter number 11, I'd like to read you something that's going to just cook your face off. (laughs) <laughs> all right, so Hebrews 11 talks about all these people by faith, 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 right? And then at the end, the, the writer of Hebrews is getting exhausted. Like, I guess his hand is starting to cramp. He's like, dude, how many more examples do I need to give you, right? Yeah. So he goes, how much more do I need to say? Uh, it, would be, it would take too long to recount the stories of the faith of Gideon, Barak, Samson, Jephthah, David, Samuel, and all the prophets. By faith, these people overthrew kingdoms, ruled with justice, and received what God had promised them. They shut the mouths of lions, quenched the flames of fire, and escaped death by the edge of the sword. Their weakness was turned to strength. They became strong in battle and put whole armies to flight. Women received their loved ones back again from death. Oh, that sounds all good, right? By faith. Oh, my goodness. God's going (laughs) to rescue you from everything. Psych! But others were tortured. (laughs) Yeah. 
Like, there's not even a break in the verse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but others were tortured. Oh, but I thought they had crazy faith. And they got tortured. Mm-hmm. Refusing to turn from God in order to be set free, they placed their hope in a better life after the resurrection. Some were jeered at and their backs were cut open with whips. Others were chained in prison. Prisons. Some died by stoning. Some were sawed in half and others were killed with the sword. Some went about wearing skins of sheep and goats, destitute and oppressed and mistreated. They were too good for this world, wandering over deserts and mountains, hiding in caves and holes in the ground. Ready for how it's all summated? All these people earned a good reputation because of their faith. Yet none of them received all that God promised. For God has something better in mind for us so that they would not reach perfection without us. And that was the sound of the Bible that you just heard. Hitting the flow because it is my foundation. Mm. Your faith is supposed to take you through good stuff Mm -hmm. and bad stuff. That's good, bro. Your faith is supposed to take you over mountains and through valleys. Mm -hmm. Your faith should work if there's a milli in the account or if there's a deficit in the account. Your faith should work whether you are in an electric Porsche Cayenne or Toucan or, yeah, whatever the name of that Porsche is. I'm a Tesla guy. Or it should work if you have to walk. Let me tell you something. All right, so when I first moved to Dallas, I got, I got a job at TXU. TXU um, was off of 114 and uh, 114 and O'Connor. I lived off of uh, Beltline. I, I lived in between Beltline and Walnut Hill, and I forgot what the other street was. Anyway, I had to take the I had to take the uh, bus to work. Yeah. All right. So a, a, a seven to nine minute drive was 45 minutes on the bus because the bus is on a route, right? Well, the bus, uh, it used to be the uh, AT&T building. Um, that's where the bus stop was. So then I had to walk up the frontage road the rest of the way to get to TXU because that's where the bus dropped off. I had to walk through the grass at 7 a.m. in the morning on a frontage road yeah. with cars zipping past me at like 65 miles an hour, Right. When I got into TXU, I had to walk. The, the first place I went after I got into the building was to the bathroom to grab a few paper towels and wipe my shoes off from the blades of grass because I had to walk the dew in the morning. You're walking through grass, mm-hmm. and I had grass all over my shoes. And uh, it was business casual. No, it wasn't even it was like business attire, so you had to wear like nice shoes or whatever. I couldn't walk on the actual road. Somebody not paying attention was going to clip me. So I'm in the grass, right? Which is still dangerous because people would jump a curb in a minute. But this is where my faith was at the time. Right. My faith was working while I was walking. Mm -hmm. Doesn't get higher or lower based on if I have a vehicle or not. 
if by faith I can walk to work, by faith I can drive. But my, my faith is able to handle any condition that it's put in. Mm-hmm. The problem is we keep telling people that your faith is supposed to get you out of everything. Even though everything is all of the things that God uses to make you into the person that he wants you to be. Yeah. So if I don't have that story about walking half a mile the rest of the way up to the to to where the 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 office was, the building was, if I don't have that story, who am I? Mm-hmm. I'll tell you who I am if I don't have that story. I'm the obnoxious preacher who says, you ain't got enough faith. Yep. You still walking. You ain't got a jet yet. You ain't having, bless God. Your faith hasn't, I, I, my faith, bless God, is what got me in my Bentley. My faith, bless God, I don't get in a plane with people in the commercial. I drive, hallelujah, I glory be to God. I jump in a jet. Yeah. I can't be in first class with sinners. They disrupt my spirit. <laughs> I would argue that faith is less potent than the person that has to navigate theirs through poverty. I ain't mad at nobody that got a jet. I ain't mad at nobody that has a Bentley. I get mad when you say it's your faith that did it. And you ain't gonna also tell us that, you know, you might own about 700 acres and the government has a contract with you to tap it for natural resources. So maybe it ain't all faith. Maybe you're also a good business person. Sold a few courses. Maybe you sold a few courses. Couple coaching classes. Maybe you got a... So let me tell you something. (laughs) Fire Marshal Bill (laughs) in living color. Let me show you something. Let me show you something. (laughs) Let me tell you who pisses me off. I'm going to tell you who pisses me off. Who pisses me? Okay, so 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 one of the people that pissed me off, uh, one of the type of pastors that pissed me off, and it's not a pastor, it's pastors, because yeah. that freaking disease spreads fast, mm-hmm. right? So one of the pastors that pisses me off, uh, one of the type of pastors that pisses me off, is the pastor who has basically turned their whole church into their book club, right? So. They got a few thousand members. They write a book. Everybody mm-hmm. in the church buys the book. And um, it ain't even a bestseller. Yeah. Right? But they make that money. You got a captive audience, right? And mm-hmm. so you go on the road and you sell some more books and blah, 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 blah. And then you say, God bless me with this. I'm walking in the blessings of the Lord. Well, you're walking in the blessing of tithes and offering. Yeah. And a few thousand books that you sold to your own people. Yeah. But let's not act like you started nine smoothie kings. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, let's not act like, you know what I'm saying? You opened four subways. You know what I mean? And you got some other income on the side. And therefore, no, you, you are, you're church rich. You're church rich. Yeah. And you're behind a 501c3. So we don't even get to peek into 
how all of that is shaking out. Wow. Now, obviously, this is not every church, but I know about I know about some churches where the pastor has no oversight. And because of that 990, they don't have to report their income. So let's just say the church budget is. Let's say the church budget is 30 million a year. Now, that's, a, that's That church is doing good. Right. Let's just say it's 30 million in a year. And, and the pastor's making 11. Yeah. That's some Kraft macaroni and cheese CEO money. Are we open to, to Q&A yet from us to you? Okay. So in the, in the church world, you've been in, you've been in the game for 27 years 20, and counting. 27 years and counting. Mm -hmm. You've seen a lot of things. Mm -hmm. sure so have. from what I'm hearing, can you confirm there's a lot of people taking advantage of that tithe money? And you've seen it throughout your, your lifetime in Th ministry. Throughout my lifetime, yeah. right? And this is in my own family, right? I had mm -hmm. an uncle that, uh, you know, was a traveling evangelist. And um, uh, when rent got low, he'd go run a revival. <laughs> Call one of his preacher friends, hey, I need to do a, a five-day revival at your church. And go in there, and we're running a revival this week. And go in there, and God is going to bless you. And God is going to keep you. God is going to make a way. Come on, everybody. I need everybody in here to give $30. Everybody in here to give $30. There's only 70 people in there. I need everybody to come on. I need everybody to give $30 each. $30 each. $30. Well, 70 times $30. That's a pretty good day. That's a good day. It's a pretty good day. I'm feeling like the Lord wants us to raise $2,700. Times five days? Yeah. yeah. I guess you're going to cover rent. You're going to cover car note. Yeah. yeah. Feed your babies the whole nine. But let's not walk. Let's not drive around in a Cadillac and say. Sure. Yeah. The Lord did this. Right. Now, I believe. Uh, uh, let me balance that by saying I believe a, a, a workman is worthy of his wages. Right. Muzzle not the ox that treads out the corn. Like mm -hmm. I can give you all Old Testament stuff. Right. If you work hard, then you should be given double honor for what you do, right? Yeah. So I believe um, a, a diligent pastor who is faithful to their congregation should be well compensated. They should not, they, they should not have to want for anything. Right. A great salary can do that. Yeah. I'm talking about these greedy people <laughs> yeah. out here with Gucci everything yeah. and saying the Lord did it. Right. You ain't wrote no book. Yep. Mm. You ain't got no show. You ain't developed no script. <laughs> I remember going to a church that shall remain nameless. This church was in uh, a part of, I won't, I won't, I won't even give the city because some people will be like. They will I, sniff it. Oh, mm -hmm. they'll be like, I know what church that is. <laughs> Let me tell you, th this, the, the, the church was an uh, uh, older church. The carp I remember the carpet. I can't say this about too many. I can't say this about too much carpet yeah right but this carpet was nappy this carpet was so old it was nappy okay and um there was grass growing out of the asphalt in the parking lot yeah and um i went to this church and uh there were twin lexuses parked in the parking lot for the pastor and the wife 
up front in the in in the in the parking lot. Got you. That grass is growing through. Nappy carpet. Yeah. Place is kind of run down. And you're literally sitting there and you're going, where are the priorities? Mm-hmm. Y'all got budget for twin Lexuses and you can't get the asphalt fixed? Mm-hmm. Y'all got budget for twin Lexuses and you can't get new carpet? Mm. You got on a preacher's robe with a gold chain with a cross at the end tucked into your pocket and this AC only works four months out of the year? It's the Chitlin Circuit. That's what I refer to as the Chitlin Circuit. Yeah. It's Chitlin Church. I don't. I don't subscribe. I don't like Chitlin Church. It's. It's like. It's. 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 It's just bad. It's a bad look. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember when we were. Um, uh, we were. This is the early days at Embassy City. We, we we had to get out of the high school, and before we wound up in the property that Embassy City now occupies. Uh, shout out to Tim Rivers and, and the whole church. Uh, I uh, We were looking for a building. And there was a building in close proximity church that was going up for sale. So we went in there and uh, we got a tour of the building from the pastor. We were walking around. And again, it's kind of run down. And you're like... You're looking at the children's ministry area, and then you're looking at the place that, you know, they were trying to build out, but they ran out of money. And then you're looking at the present configuration of the, of of the uh, sanctuary. It's a funky, odd, it's just an odd way the chairs have to go and where the platform is. And, you know, every door we go through, the door just swings open. Mm. Okay, this is this room. This is this room. This is this room. And then we head towards the pastor's office. And he opens the door and he has to push it to get it open. That's how thick and plush the carpet was. And you walk into this office. It is the most beautifully decorated, borderline opulent room in the entire building and I literally wanted to projectile vomit yeah I said in my mind and I looked my best friend was with me I'll never forget this thank you Holy Spirit I'll never forget I cut my eyes at my best friend Corey and I was like and without saying a word we were like if we had the money to buy this building you wouldn't get it Mm -hmm. you just told us everything about how you steward God's house Mm. Your office looks better than his sanctuary. Mm. Bye. Out of there. <laughs> yeah. Out of there. There was uh, I, 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 there was like a shofar on like a platform that was hit. art and the, the his desk looked like it was made from acacia wood that came straight out of the Bible. Like it yeah. it was mm-hmm. it I thought to myself out of this whole church, your office looks better than any other place yeah. in this building, including the sanctuary. Mm. Mm. So, so I'm talking about 
faith that you have to use on a daily basis, Mm -hmm. not faith that you try to say you have after you've made it, after you are successful, right? That doesn't include the lean times. Yeah. Right? That that gets amnesia to what it was not to have (laughs) any of this stuff. Does that make sense? It does make sense. Yeah. So in all of that time, is this just... Is this just like a niche group of leaders that take advantage of communities that are, are they typically like in wealthy communities? Are they more in poor communities? Oh, no, it's, it's, in, it's in both. It's not either or, it's both in. Like, like you, get, you, you, you get crooked uh, church leaders, like you get crooked politicians, like you get crooked dentists, like you get crooked doctors. Like, so it's not like the church is so bad. Yeah. The world's doing better than us. No, no. <laughs> everybody's jacked up and if they're not submitted to God and accountability, we're, we're, we're going to all slip. Right. So this is, this is a group of people. I've seen it in the hood mm. and I've seen it in the suburbs. Mm. So it's no respect to persons. Right. Anybody can catch this disease. You know what I mean? All you need is a lack yeah. of accountability, too much autonomy and a God complex. Mm. <laughs> right. All you got to do is believe you're Moses. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. If you believe you're Moses, I talk to God face to face, and if anybody tries to question me, the earth will swallow. The earth will open up and swallow you. So the narcissism in the leaders through the roof. Oh, it's at an all time high. It's at an all time high, fam. Have you had a Have you had a time in your life where you've uh, had had access to someone where you walked them out of that, and there was like transformation for the good? Because obviously, we can see it from a mile, away, a mile away when it's bad and there isn't transformation. But right. I don't know if you've had a time in your life when you've been able to walk with someone in it. Yeah, I've actually, I actually have. Um, and I got to tell you, for the person that's brave enough to walk out of that type of yeah. mindset, I applaud them. And it's one of the hardest things they ever have to do. Mm. Because they, the, the church caters to the gifted mm as opposed to the gifted catering to the church. Mm. Now, we got Bible. Jesus told us, you know, uh, uh, the greatest among you is going to be servant of all. Right. That's what he said. The way we have our churches set up, it's the reverse. Mm. The greatest greatest among you is the most served. (laughs) So here's your latte. Yeah. Yeah. You know, do you want me to carry your Bible? Yeah. I have people all, all the time. Would you like me to carry your Bible? What the? It's my Bible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, like that's like you carrying my gun. Yeah. Yeah. What is it gonna do in your hands? Like, you know what I mean? That's my gun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? I want it on my person. Right. Right. And 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 so um, because this is we we got to go back to 80s and 90s to like um, there, there's something about serving the house the house of the Lord. It's a beautiful thing, right? We see it all through scripture. David said, I'd rather be a doorkeeper in the house of the Lord. You, you know what I mean? Yep. Um, like, like, um, like this, it's a beautiful thing to serve in God's house. Um, but we got in the eighties and specifically, no, this was like the nineties and early two thousands. Armor bearers became a thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, armor bearers were like, the, you know, you, 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 we, we took it from a couple of verses in the old Testament and, you know, we created this whole system by which we serve the man and the woman of God and, and, and we lift them up and we serve them so that they don't have to worry about anything. And what it did is it breeds, it, it, it breeds entitlement. Mm-hmm. And so 
so before you know it, uh, this pastor can't even iron his own pants anymore. In some cases, he can't even put them on himself. Facts, not fiction. Disgusting. Yeah. Facts, not fiction, fam. Facts, not fiction. I know, I, I know bishops that have preached messages and uh, 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 come back to the come back to the green room and stood like Iron Man, getting disassembled from his suit. And the and and it's like it's like a it, you know like the pit crew, yeah, the yep. pit crew in F F one, and they're taking off tires and pouring you know twenty gallons in in a tank in like you know it seems to be like eighteen seconds, yeah, um, dude. I have literally seen these guys stand like Ugh. this and people are taking off the cuff links and yeah and taking off their shirt and and they're like oh, like the virtue is just like so like, ser their sermons are, oh, 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 oh my god I've been used by God in such a way that uh, I'm about to faint mm. uh, uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> Come back, man of God, come back. God used you, and I know you're about to die. Here's your orange juice. <laughs> Do you want me to put it up to your mouth? It's, it's like almost coming to America vibes, right? Yeah. Your royal penis is clean. That's a great movie. <laughs> right, right? You know what I mean? And so, um, oh, and some of them actually. Oh, uh, yeah. Mm. Nah, too bad. So um, it, is, it is literally, it, it breeded. I think it. I think all this stuff starts off innocent, mm -hmm. and again, where there's no accountability and there's nobody to be like, "Hey, why are we doing this?" Yep. Yeah. Does this need to be like this? Why are you at his house at eleven? Yeah. <laughs> well, I was just helping him clean up, and you know, I'm his armor bearer, and so I just had to fix up. You know, he he, he had some people over, and yep. I just washed the dishes and just made sure the man of God was. Okay, it started off as a nice gesture, and now come wash my dishes. Mm -hmm. While my wife's gone, kids are at the kids' house. It just gets creepy, fam. And so, I've just seen too many. I've seen too many scenarios with my own eyes. That's the thing. When you've yeah. been in ministry as long as I've been in ministry, man, you get to see a lot, mm -hmm. and then. Um, uh, where I I under I'm an empath, so I I can put my I can put my feet in anyone else's shoes. I don't care how much I disagree with them. As much as I um, loathe where uh, the deconstructionist the deconstructionist movement has gone, mm -hmm. I understand how they got there. They're just sick of seeing the hypocrisy mm -hmm. and sick of seeing the abuse and the manipulation and the narcissism and the gaslighting and the all the things, the God complex and and this guy's above accountability and yep. and and um uh, if you disagree with somebody, you're no longer submitting to their vision. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's sick and that's tiring and and I get it. Makes perfect sense to me. And I know that nobody gets in the ministry to F it up. Mm -hmm. Never in the history of anybody have they, have they gone. Here I am, Lord. Use me to shake a, shake a generation and completely disappoint their faith in me and God. Yeah, Nobody's ever done that, right? But you get caught up in some stuff and you wind up doing some stuff that winds up being some stuff that doesn't need to be. 
Yep. And so I'm just about, I'm not calling for boycott churches. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not calling for boycott pastors. I'm calling for a BS check. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? And my BS stands for Bible study. Sometimes it stands for the other. <laughs> but if if it's in the Bible, let's do it. Yeah. If it's not in the Bible, let's not do it. Like, hey, that's not act, that's not what armor bearing means. Yeah. Armor bearing doesn't mean you've become an indentured servant. Uh-huh. To the man of God. But I'm single and he just wanted me to use my gifts and he's mentoring me. If he's mentoring you, he's teaching you Mm. how how to take care of your wife and how to take care of your kids and how to take care. Mentorship is not you do every you you do everything for him. Yeah. Don't come and assemble my trampoline. (laughs) (laughs) What's that teaching? What the hell is it teaching? Mm-hmm. I don't even know. Only thing it's teaching me is uh, one day I can get to your level and I can treat people the same. That's exactly. What so it just literally births. Yeah, you just breed it because now, hey, I paid my dues with this guy. Mm-hmm. Now you're going to pay your dues with me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get my own location now. Mm-hmm. I get to have my own team. Yep. And I'm the boss. Yeah, and I'm going to repeat the same behavior. No accountability. Mm-hmm. No accountability. Hey, uh, I'm discipling you, mentoring you. You're my spiritual son. You're my spiritual daughter. I'm taking you in. And basically, you just turn into a servant. Yeah. So that's just the, the biggest root of all the evil, right? It's like when someone has no accountability, they run free. Point, point blank, period. That's a scary person to be around. That's a scary person. Facts, right? Like, it's a scary. It is scary to be around a person who has no checks and balances. Mm. It's scary to be in a government that has no checks and balances. Whether it's a communist country, whether it's a dictatorship, um, um, that's a scary place to be. Mm -hmm. And so, like, you know, Trump has been indicted. He's been formally charged. He's been arrested. Now he's a defendant, blah, 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 blah. blah. Well, that's about checks and balances. Now, I don't think we have a, um, a, a, a fair justice system. And so a billionaire trial is different from... You, you know a broke person's trial mm-hmm. and so it remains to be seen if he's going to even be i mean i think he was indicted on like 30 something charges 36 charges 36 and, uh, charges it'll be it'll be on the news for a minute and then he'll pay pay his way up yeah you know what i mean and it'll be and then he'll use it as his campaign speech which is weird like that's that's white privilege at a at a i don't even know how to <laughs> that white privilege is built different like, and, and those people will be cheering yeah, they will. And then you'll see a clip of Trump again saying, do you see our crowds? And it's just, it's just full blown. Like, see how I am praised? Yeah. It's, it's, a, very, it's a very weird thing that, uh, that the Western culture has accepted. So, I, I got, so, so yesterday I saw something. I, it was just a clip that I saw. I didn't see the whole thing. But somebody was interviewing, uh, I think a reporter was interviewing this lady and this lady was literally saying that, like, um, Jesus was arrested, Martin Luther King was arrested, and they've history has always arrested and tried to persecute people that have tried to make change, and now they're doing the same thing to Donald Trump. And the thing that was mm. so scary about it was she was dead serious. She's completely serious. 
<laughs> oh, is there water on the floor? No. Nope. Nah, nah, nah. God's kid. She was dead serious, fam. <laughs> Jesus was arrested too. Not Jesus. And Martin Luther King. To, I never thought I'd hear Trump's name. Wow. With those. In two. that category of people. Mm -mm. <laughs> but like, people are. That's how much we love. That's how much. Remember when we had Jenna on? Yeah. Jenna was talking about the book When Narcissism Comes to Church. Mm -hmm. This is how much. This is how much people love narcissists. Mm. Like they need them for their own emptiness and brokenness inside. Is it a lack of security? Or like I'm not safe unless I have a stronger personality leading me. Is that what it is? Or is it like what what? What puts you in that position? So, so here, here's one of the sad realities. Um, people are so hopeless. And there's such a dearth of leadership mm -hmm. that people don't even care if they get to the promised land anymore. <laughs> they, don't care. they just want to get further than where they are. So it's like, you know what? I know you can't lead me to the promised land, but if you can get me across this street, I'll call it a win. Mm-hmm. And so little Nas X can become your hero. Yeah. Yep. Cause he can't get me to the promised land, but at least he got me across the street. Yeah. Yep. Right? Mm -hmm. Trump can become your hero. Your idol even. Right? They can't get me to the promised land, but at least they get me to cross the street. They're serving my agenda. They're they're yep. they're making me feel better about myself. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And so that's a that's a scary it's a pretty scary way to live. Yeah, yeah. Low key, I like. I wouldn't want to live like that. You know what I mean? But the, this is the way. This is the way these people have navigated life. Is like let me let me let me hitch my wagon to somebody that. Mm -hmm. That's what. That's why Andrew Tate blew up. Yeah. Right. He was speaking for like fifteen year olds that girls were like, "You're ugly." He was speaking for thirty five year olds that were like, "Can't get a girl." Yeah. And then they're like, "That's right." Tell those only fan hoes that they are wrong. And it's like, dang, homie. Yeah. You're that broken inside that a girl telling you she doesn't want to be with you means that all women sure. are hoes? Mm. Yeah. Bees? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I mean, if you can't get across, if you can't get to the promised land, you're going to look for somebody to get you across the street. And what's crazy too on on those influencers, if that if that content didn't go viral because it's 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 a clickbait, right? For sure, don't mess with that hoe. Yep. Oh, I'm watching the whole thing. Now. Yeah, absolutely. I'm watching absolutely. the whole thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If that content didn't work, they'd move on to something else. That's correct. So that shows me the moral of them too. It must not be that big of a deal. Oh. But, but they know this gets me clicks. This gets me millions of dollars because they're going to join my university. That's right. I'm going to go with this narrative. So a lot of times we'll see these influencers. It's it's the same revolving door. Start off hot in 20 years. They say, I don't know who I am. Yeah. They Dude, um, you saying that is very, very interesting to know. Like, like so here, here's, I'm just now thinking about this. Like, this is like blowing my mind. Uh, uh, but what used to just be called uh, mentorship. Um, and discipleship 
is now a master class. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Hustlers University for the for our Tate brothers, just so you know. Right? You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It's like we've replaced authentic mentorship and discipleship with master classes. Mm -hmm. I'm going to teach you how to preach. Pay me a thousand dollars, and I'll teach you how to preach without actually being there. Or you can come and you can be there. Yeah, yeah. but this is an eight-hour day. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm gone, and you'll never see me. Yeah, again. yeah exactly. Mm -hmm. I am but, taking your money though. Well, we're gonna get that thousand dollars. Yeah, we're taking. You know, money. from me, and you'll get a discount yeah. if you, you know, put in this code or whatever. You only have to pay eight hundred and eighty-eight dollars, right? Yeah. Because uh, God's about to do a new thing three times, right? It's, 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 they start the numerology with it. Eight, yeah. eight, eight. You know what I mean? $888. God's about to do something new in your ministry. Because I'm going to teach you how to preach. And we're not paying for lunch. That, 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 that used to be called discipleship. Mm. My mentors that taught me how to preach, I don't remember paying for it. Yeah. <laughs> Bill, Cosby, Bill Cosby taught me storytelling. I didn't have to pay. I didn't have to pay him for it. Right. Yeah. I just researched a dude from the time he got on the Ed Sullivan Show and worked and worked through his worked through his entire career. Yep. Before I got to the Potter's House, Bishop Jakes was teaching me how to preach. Mm -hmm. I didn't have to pay for it. Yeah. So, like, what are we actually saying? Like, we. I, I'm just. This is like a dawning of like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Now. I do courses with Tome and those courses are paid because of the production that we put behind it. Right. But that should not replace you having somebody that you can go to or be inspired by mm -hmm. to learn the tricks of the trade. Somebody will give you what they have yeah. if you pester them long enough. <laughs> yeah. It might be from the ideal person you want it from, but Somebody's gonna gonna help you if you want some help, and you ain't got to pay for it. I mean, but you also like yes, you have the courses, but like you have the free content that you're putting out there. Hours, like you're not gatekeeping it, mm -mm. you know. Mm -mm. And so it's it's yeah, they're not doing anything for free, and you don't pop up an ad throughout the podcast forty times. Yeah, no. Buy my course. Buy my course. Buy my course. Oh. Buy my course. Ugh. Pay for my time. Pay for my time. Ugh. Pay for my time. Ugh. One on one. One on ones. And you I, don't reference it either. Like, oh, I actually talk about this in this class. If you want to <laughs> learn more about that. Oh, funny you should say that. I speak about this in uh, this course over here. Absolutely. On page uh, two hundred and sixteen of my book that you haven't read yet. That I'm not going to quote. Go go read it. Yeah, exactly. I actually have a story in my book. If you go get it, you can have it. Well, why don't I just go to Barnes and Nobles for three hours and burn through your book and put it back on the <laughs> shelf? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Or just give be, us a straight answer. Or give us a straight answer, right? Like, yeah, man. Like, I, yeah, bro. That That's a, um. So what do you do? That's a thing. For the people who are waking up to, oh my God, I'm, I'm one of these people who puts myself in these situations and I don't know how to stop now. Not the narcissists, but the people who are hitching their wagons and they're like, but it's survival instincts at this point now. So like, how do you course correct or give them hope? Cause it sounds like that's what they need, dude. They need hope. It takes bravery to leave a narcissistic, uh, narcissistic system. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. Massive amounts of bravery. Um, it is not for the faint of heart. Yeah. It takes, um, uh, you have to be ready to lose everything to get out of it. Mm. Uh, Jenna and I talked about that. You got, you, 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 you're about to lose everything if you leave a narcissistic <laughs> system, right? Yeah. And you're going to be gaslighted on the way out. Yeah. Because when you leave, it's going to be your fault you leave. Right. Ooh. Right. So, so you got to be prepared for all of that. You got to be prepared to lose community. You got to be prepared to lose friends. You got to wow. be prepared to lose everything. And be prepared to feel lighter than you've ever felt in your entire life. Freedom. Be, pre- be prepared to be like, I am out of the matrix. Wow. I can see the code now. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Why was I doing all of that? That didn't even make sense. Like yeah. you look back at the stuff you were doing when you were in that system and you were like, why? Mm. I, why was I doing all of that? Mm. It didn't take all of that. And yet I was doing it. Well, it's the, it's the same thing. A reason of why people get, locked into cults oh for sure Mm -hmm. because it's like the answer seems so simple hey bro you can see from a mile away that is a psychopath he's trying to take your wife yeah he wants all the kids yep and you're all supposed to live together in this commune hey bro i know i I know about some uh pastors that have literally uh convinced the men in their church to let them sleep with their wives Mm mm-hmm Ha! That's how that's how dark this is. And you said you know them personally. I know them. You know it all. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. I don't be making nothing. Mm-hmm. These ain't no freaking hypothetical scenarios. I know one that put an oil painting of himself up in the sanctuary and had every <laughs> member in the congregation bow to it on their way in and out. And and even though that sounds implausible, right? The fact that you could get that many people to like turn off their brains and justify why they do it mm-hmm. is both heartbreaking and scary. Yeah. 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 But that's how much influence we steward. Right? Mm-hmm. And I think this is why um uh God has such a um uh strict standard for leaders yes he does because the people will do what you do they will submit they will submit Mm -hmm. and if you're not careful like you can get people into paul said follow me as i follow christ that word in greek means to imitate he was telling people imitate me as i imitate christ Mm mm-hmm I believe that that leaves the margin for if I'm no longer imitating Christ, don't imitate me. Wow. Mm-hmm. But man, those lines can blur to the point that you're like, this is my Jesus in the flesh. Yeah. And you can have more fidelity to this individual <laughs> than you even have to God. Yeah. You'll stop, you'll, you'll stop obeying God to obey the leader. You'll disobey what the Holy Spirit's asking you to do, to follow the dude. Yeah, that's scary. And that this scary. Jesus in the flesh isn't trying to die for you. He's telling you to die for him. Oop. Oh, Die for me. Ride for me. Mm-hmm. Um, wash dishes for me. Have sex with me. Yeah. 
What? I'm sorry. This is that podcast. Yes, you it know is. What I'm yes, it is. It's a lot of freaky stuff. Okay. Why? why? Tim, Tim, you're so negative. Oh, <laughs> Tim, you talk about, I've never heard of such wild scenarios. My Lord, you act like no church is good. May I recall you back to episode one and the vision. Mm-hmm. I get off on the hundredth floor. Who is to my left? A bunch of bikini-clad women, the finest women, lined up in a row with bikinis on, holding on chargers every sin, vice, and weight that you could imagine. Mm. To my right are men in Speedos with 0% body fat, holding every sin, weight, and uh, 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 sin, weight, and and vice vice that that you could imagine. That was the... I thought... The test was don't pick up nothing from either side and make it to the end of the mm-hmm. right. hallway and just to find out that everybody on the 100th floor had already picked up something that was in the charger. Right. This is how the vision is set up before get down to the basement and get as many people to the basement as you can. Can I tell you where my brain's at right now with that? Yes, sir. Now I'm wondering, are these their disciples that are standing in the hallway? Do they want to be there holding these chargers? Mm. Oh, my God. That's what I'm wondering. Dang. Those are the people that have been brainwashed yeah. to think they're serving they're the people. They're serving them. I'm doing the right thing. I'm doing the right thing. I'm actually doing the right thing. It's disgusting. It is. So you got people up there walking around and being all important and they're all holding a little vice because everybody's mm-hmm. everybody has sin and of course bro you got what, what, what is your thing oh that's only i get it man yeah, every now and then you know I, yeah 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 i know yeah i do that too sometimes and but the lord still loves you man you don't have to try to be better just you know i'll keep your secret you can keep mine and da 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 yeah is that uh because in those circles there's there's these friend groups who have they're they're walking NDAs. They're just like we will never say. Wow, anything. Hector, slow down, <laughs> slow down, puppy. <laughs> what the what? They are walking NDAs. Please finish your thought. I just dang. It's a thought that's gonna that's gonna lead into a question. Um, you have these friend groups who are they're in a walking NDA. We have agreed that when we're at the bar or at the club or whatever, there's an agreement. I'm not going to tell anybody what you've done. I've had somebody tell me that uh, when they were opening up about their sex addiction. Yeah. It comes up so casually, too. It's not even like a creepy, weird contract. It's like, yeah, bro, you know, I messed up and blah, blah, blah. If you did anything, I would never, t- why would I do that? And they're, they're trying to bro me up. Yeah, It's bro. butter, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And it seems calming and like uh, endearing. And then I was like, well, thank you. I, I love you, bro. Thank you. It's like, yeah. These people are committing to keeping secrets. So, and when you're in that, are you living in, and you've committed to it, is that delusion? Is it complete disobedience and like blasphemy? Like, what is that in a person that's all of that? Um, So let's talk, let's, um, because you've given me another level of empathy for the people Mm -hmm. holding the chargers, right? when you are impressionable and you are, you so want to please God, sometimes the first person 
that gets to put their impression on you mm-hmm. is who you become. Wow. Like, I have loads of empathy for that person mm-hmm. because they were just a victim to the environment they happened to be in. Yeah. yeah. Now, this might be a name that doesn't register with you all, but Jessica Hahn mm-hmm. is who... Um, you know, Jim Baker and all his buddies, they mess with, right? Um, and then she winds up doing Playboy and all that kind of stuff. Jessica Hahn was like a very attractive woman who just loved Jesus and found herself working at this particular church and then around for PTL at its ascent or whatever. It just so happened. If she's around people with integrity, right? we never see yeah. Jessica Hahn in Playboy. Yeah. We we never we won't even know Jessica Hahn exists except for the community that loved her and built her up and maybe she would have went on to just marry a guy and and, and it would have just been all good. Yeah. Sometimes you are a victim to the first impressions you get. Yeah. When you say yes totally. to Jesus. Totally. And it's like if this is all you've ever known, then it's normal. Mm-hmm. In the same way if you're born into poverty, you don't get to five years old and like, how come we ain't got nothing? Yeah. It's your normal. You don't even know you're poor. Yeah. You're like, ain't everybody like this? Yeah. I grew up in a Christian home. I didn't know the whole world didn't go to church until seventh grade. I thought everybody went to church on Sunday. Yeah. I get to seventh grade. I'm in junior high now. And I meet some guys and they're like, hey, um, we play ball on on Sundays, man, you want to come hoop with us? I was like, absolutely, bro. Like, what time around two or three? Come thinking after church. Yeah, they were like two or three. Fool, it's too hot. Like, we play at like eight in the morning, and I'm like, you don't go to church during worship? <laughs> what? You ain't in church all day? Mm-hmm. It was the most disorienting thing in the whole wide world. I did not know everybody didn't go to church. Why? Right. The, the the experience I was raised in, I thought this was normal. Yeah. So you, it's easy from the outside in to just pass judgment. Like, look at all those crazy people following that leader. But man, if this is the first mm-hmm. introduction to church and this is all they know, all they know. this yeah. is all they know until they know something different. Yeah. Well, the Jessica Hahn story, it's just like she was told to strip and stand in the hallway and hold a charger for so long she thought might as well get paid. Dang. Yeah, bro. If I'm doing this for free as a servant, wow. I'm going to go out and actually make something for myself. And that sucks. Mm-hmm. And that sucks. Because at that point, it's no hope. Yeah. I'm, I'm here. I'm stuck here. Right. That's heartbreaking, bro. It's very heartbreaking. So, I mean, that's why we want, you know, part of being in the basement is, is, is to say, hey, look out for these attributes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you don't fall into it. Be on the lookout for these attributes mm-hmm. because these people, they will pervert something that is in the Bible that's supposed to be innocent. Yeah, They will pervert it right, in a way that will have you thinking right is wrong and wrong is right. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. To, 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 okay, Tim. When your spiritual son or daughter can become your husband or wife, 
I'm gonna just be honest. Those are the people that I, that I'm like, yeah. man, Lord, can I just, <clears throat> yeah, can I just be L.A. Tim for a minute? <laughs> <laughs> I promise I won't do nothing myself. Yeah, but I know people that know people that don't know me. Yeah, and there's just some people that I think shouldn't be here no more. Totally, just on street principle. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, you're, you're having sex with your deacon's wife. On street principle, you're done. Someone's showing up to your house tonight. You're gone. Hey, dog, on street principle? Juliet goes, I go to jail. Mm -hmm. I come out and find out y'all had sex with her? Yeah. Both of y'all gonna wind up in the Trinity River. Yeah. That's off. That's off. GP. Mm -hmm. Yep. I thought we was boys and da 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 da, and we don't put no girl over our relate. You mm -hmm. die off. GP. <laughs> General principle is yep. I got to put both of y'all down. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you wasn't around, and she started coming, and you didn't have no restraint. Yeah. All this vagina in these streets. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you with my baby's mama. Mm-hmm. That's on the street. That's yeah. off street. Yeah. yeah. We now we now we're gonna put Jesus on top of it. Mm. And like fidelity to one woman and da, 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 and you have boned my wife while I've been serving you in ministry. Mm -hmm. <laughs> hey man, we're gonna need you to stay at the church a little late tonight. <laughs> Why that? Because they're gonna find your rotting corpse here on mm -hmm. I know that's dark. <laughs> Jesus, help me. Help well, it helps me. us feel the weight yeah, of, of, of how intense it is. It is, it, it is intense. And may I read again? Yes. But the man who commits adultery is an utter fool, for he destroys himself. He will be wounded in disgrace. His shame will never be erased. For the woman's jealous husband will be furious, and he will show no mercy when he takes revenge. He will accept no compensation nor be satisfied with the payoff of any size. He is jealous for me. Right? Some goes like that, right? He loves us. Oh, but isn't that one of the lines? He is jealous for me. Loves like a hurricane. Right? I am jealous for she. You mess with Juliet? Homie, I hope the Lord is with me on that day and with you. Yeah. There's some people on the on 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 the list right now that don't even know it. Julius, like, I'm not uncomfortable. I'm not. I'm not comfortable on that dude. He talked to me reckless. Oof. And the only reason why I didn't tell you is because I didn't want you to murder them. Mm. It's a different level of disrespect. Yeah. Yeah. Remember being at a church and uh the um uh I'm twisting this cap. It, it pisses me <laughs> off to this day, but um I went to this church 
off the um, recommendation of uh, someone else. And when I got to the church, um, you know, this is back in my days where I was doing stand up and I was preaching or whatever. So I had like I did I did stand up for like their men's uh, day. It wasn't like a conference, but like they had like a men's day on Saturday. And then I had a 20 minute spot on Sunday because me and another guy was preaching for the Sunday morning service. So I get there. I think I got there on Friday night. Did the thing on Saturday. Saturday evening, phone rings. Mm. Pick up the phone. Hello? I'm taking a nap. Hello? Hey, um, I'm coming to pick you up uh, to take you to dinner later tonight. And Well, when you're an evangelist and you travel, they put you in a hotel yeah. and they host you. And, hey, we're going to go to dinner. And it's usually with, like, either the lead pastor and his wife or with a campus pastor or with the youth pastor. Somebody hosts you, right? Yeah. And uh, so I'm like, okay, um, yeah, I, I'll, uh, uh, seven o'clock would be good. Maybe it was 5.45 or something like that. I'm like, let me finish this nap and I'll be down there at seven o'clock. And uh, have I told y'all this story before? Never. No. no. Oh, Never. snap. Oh. Okay, so so I'm like, okay, cool. And um, then, then, uh, he he goes. Uh, will you, will, uh, will your wife be joining us? And I'm like, no, she's she's not with me on this trip. And he's like, okay. And um, he's like, so seven o'clock is good. I'm like, seven o'clock is fine. And uh, you can come through at that time, pick me up. And he's like, all right, cool. So so you're cool with me coming over. And I'm like, yeah, like I'm. So I'm still kind of groggy coming yeah. out from my nap. I'm like. Yeah, bro, just let me finish my nap and then seven o'clock. Yeah. Um uh and 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 they were like, uh and then the kind of the voice just changes. So you're cool with me coming through? Mm. And I was like, Yeah, bro, seven. And he was like, But you know why I want to come through, right? And I'm like, what why i want to come through and give you some of this cleveland love i am like yeah this has never happened before yeah so i'm like what what so i'm so taken back yeah my heart rate elevates remember i've been sexually abused by a yeah, teenage boy totally yeah. right so little timmy has just gone on red alert yeah red alert and, and but i'm in an adult body now right right so so i didn't i'm so like i, I was like uh, uh no thank you and he and his response was so like you good you don't need like not even a blowjob and i'm like Nah, dog. I'm straight. Like now, I'm changing. Like nah, yeah. yeah. Nah, dog. I don't know where this is coming from. Yeah, this has never happened before. Nah, dog. I'm straight. Oh, you must be getting all that at home. Click. Hangs up. I'm like, I'm in a hotel room. There's no Star Sixty Nine. That's yeah. back back yeah. in Star Sixty Nine days. Yeah. I'm like, who was that? 
Like, then I'm yeah. like, they didn't announce their name. Yeah. Like, this wasn't like Pastor so-and-so. I'm like, who yeah. the hell was that? Yeah. And, and so my heart, my heart is like, my, my blood pressure's through the roof. Heart's beating like a rabbit. And then, like, two minutes go by, and then the sickest, like, I thought I was going to vomit. Yeah. And then, like, my trauma flares up, and I'm like, I should have invited that mother effer in here and killed him with this steak knife that I had from my in-room dining. Like, I should have yeah. just chopped him up and put him in the lake. Yeah. And um, and I called Juliet, and I'm like, baby, this dude just called and, like, offered me sex. Like, I, it was just like, yeah. then I'm like, did I... Is there anything about me that made that like I'm yeah. dude it was uh, my brain was freaking cooked. And I'm I'm in, I'm at the church the next day and and I'm I've always tried to be a man of integrity. Always yeah. tried to be a man of integrity. Yep. So I go into the pastor's office the, the lead pastor I'm like, "Hey dude, I got to tell you something. Some dude called the hotel yesterday and this and I gave him the mm-hmm. full and he, he that foul spirit. Oh my god, I can't believe that happened to you. I'm so sorry." I'm like, bro, I just wanted to tell you because I don't want nobody trying to tell yeah. you I'm in my hotel room trying to hook up with dudes because it's not the, it's not the fact. Yeah. So then I, I, I preach at the mess. I, you know, I preach my 20 minutes and the other dude preaches and, and I'm sitting down and, and, and I'm looking around the church and then I'm like, it's like, it's like when you're in one of them movies in the last five minutes you get a revelation of the whole thing. It's yeah. like, like, I always call it the... Uh, the uh, the usual suspect yep. ending, right? You're like, oh, that's Kaiser Soze? Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? So yeah. I'm like sitting there, I'm like, oh. and I start looking around, I'm like, I think all y'all gay. Mm-hmm. I think, ooh, mm-hmm. what am I in? And then I got home and I found out because I'm an investigator if I'm nothing else. Yeah. So I investigated this whole thing. Here's what I found out. I found out <laughs> that there's a little DL community in DFW and they wanted to know if I was on the list. And presumably they felt like I think he's buttoned up at home. Mm-hmm. And maybe away from home, he's he's looser. Yeah. So this person that we knew that invites me that that recommends me to go to this place sends me to this place to test. Mm. Let's see if this dude bites. Dang. Outside of the state. <laughs> yep. Wow. So when I talk about this stuff, y'all. It's because I have empirical data. Mm-hmm. There is brokenness in humanity, mm-hmm. and it's not just on the secular side. Yeah, yeah. It's in this faith world as well. Mm-hmm. And so we would do good to watch and pray. <laughs> oh my gosh! We dude. would do good. Okay, hold on, Holy Spirit. Okay. <laughs> okay, Jesus. Cause I hear you. I mean, you be you 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 be talking. I just be trying to chill. But you be saying stuff, and then when you be saying stuff, then I have to be saying stuff. And blah 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 blah. blah. 
right, I'm about to read you some stuff. You're going to be like, what in the whole world? <laughs> uh, is it? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. This is, bro, you ain't ready for this. You ain't ready for this. Okay. So this is the book of Jude. Well, you can't even call it the book. It's a letter. It's the <laughs> letter of Jude, right? It's only one chapter, right? Yeah. But he gets he gets busy in this chapter. Like he he gets busy. He's like, I ain't going I ain't a popular one, but you about to get this smoke, right? So I want to remind you, though you already know these things, that Jesus first rescued the nation of Israel from Egypt, but later he destroyed those who did not remain faithful. And I remind you of the angels who did not stay within the limits of authority God gave them, but left the place where they belonged. God has kept them securely chained in prisons of darkness, waiting for the great day of judgment. And don't forget Sodom and Gomorrah uh, and their neighboring towns, which were filled with immorality and every kind of sexual perversion. Those cities were destroyed by fire and serve as a warning of the eternal fire of God's judgment. In the same way, these people who claim authority from their dreams live immoral lives, defy authority, and scoff at supernatural beings. But even Michael, one of the mightiest, mightiest of the angels, did not dare accuse the devil of blasphemy, but simply said, the Lord rebuke you. This took place when Michael was arguing with the devil about Moses' body. That's, that's, that's a whole other thing that we can't even get into because I don't even know. <laughs> but these people scoff at things they do not understand. Like unthinking animals, they do whatever their instincts tell them. And so they bring about their own destruction. What sorrow awaits them? For they follow in the footsteps of Cain, who killed his brother. Like Balaam, they deceive people for money. And like Korah, they perish in their rebellion. Just so you know, there's a yay and amen to this. <laughs> I now invite you over where is it to uh, 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 is it two or three gosh gracious Hold on one oh here it is so this is second Peter chapter number 2 this is going to cook you even more. But there were also false prophets in Israel, just as there will be false teachers among you. <laughs> they will cleverly teach destructive heresies and even deny the master who bought them. In this way, they will bring sudden destruction on themselves. Many will follow their evil teaching and shameful immorality. Oof. And because of these teachers, the way of truth will be slandered. In their greed, they will make up clever lies to get hold of your money. But God condemned them long ago, and their destruction will not be delayed. For God did not even for God did not spare even the angels who sinned. He threw them into hell in gloomy pits of darkness, where they are being held until the day of judgment. And God did not spare the ancient world except for Noah and the seven others in his family. Noah warned the world of God's righteous judgment. So God protected Noah. When he destroyed the world of ungodly people with a vast flood. Later, God condemned the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah and turned them into heaps of ashes. He made them an example of what will happen to ungodly people. But God also rescued Lot 
out of Sodom because he was a righteous man who was sick of the shameful immorality of the wicked people around him. Yes, Lot was a righteous man who was tormented in his soul by the wickedness he saw and heard day after day. So you see, the Lord knows how to rescue godly people from their trials, even while keeping the wicked under punishment until the day of final judgment okay let me skip no I, that's okay thank you holy spirit i'm gonna just read the whole chapter uh he is especially hard on those who follow their own twisted sexual desire and who despise authority these people are proud and arrogant daring even to scoff at supernatural beings without so much as trembling but the angels who are far greater in power and strength do not dare to uh do not dare to bring from the lord a charge of blasphemy against those supernatural beings these false teachers are like unthinking animals, creatures of instinct, born to be caught and destroyed. They scoff at things they do not understand, and like animals, they will be destroyed. Their destructive, no, I'm sorry, their destruction is their reward for the harm they have done. <laughs> oh my God. They, they love to indulge in evil pleasures in broad daylight. They are a disgrace and a stain among you. They delight in deception even as they eat with you in your fellowship meals. They commit adultery with their eyes and their desire for sin is never satisfied. They lure unstable people into sin. Mm. Hear me. Mm-hmm. Yep. They lure unstable people into sin and they are well trained in greed. They live under God's curse. They have wandered off the right road and, fo and followed the steps of Balaam, son of Beor, who earned, uh, I'm sorry, who loved to earn money by doing wrong. But Balaam was stopped from his mad curse when his donkey rebuked him with a human voice. <laughs> These people are as useless as dried up springs or as a mist blown away by the by the wind they are doomed to blackest darkness they brag about themselves with empty foolish boasting with an appeal to twisted sexual desires they lure back into sin those who have barely escaped from a lifestyle wow. of deception wow they promise freedom but they themselves are slaves of sin and corruption for you are a slave to whatever controls you and when people escape from wickedness of the world by knowing our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and then get tangled up and enslaved by sin again, they are worse off than before. It would be better if they had never known the way of righteousness than to know it and then reject the command they were given to live a holy life. They prove the truth of this proverb. A dog returns to his vomit and another says a washed pig returns to the mud. <laughs> I love the way the Bible sounds on that's, this floor. That's yeah, the Bible yeah, yeah. That's hitting a, the floor. That's a gangster thump right there. Mm -hmm. I love that. I love that. Does that sound like it was written over 2,000 years ago? No, it was yesterday. That sounds like... <laughs> sounds like it was written on Tuesday. Yeah. Five <laughs> hours ago. That's the whole root of this whole conversation. Everything we've talked about. That There's your answer. Don't fool with those people. 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 They are trained to lure you. Yeah. They are masters in greed. They know how to get your money. They plot to get your money. Man. So. <laughs> so my heart also goes out though. Like. I want to. I want to watch for the narcissist. Right. Yep. I want to watch for the people who are manipulating. But I also want to watch for the people who are 
like not strong enough to to fight it. I want I want to look for the signs of the people who are being manipulated. And like how do you I mean it's it's similar to like someone who struggles with addiction, right? Yeah. They don't want to do it anymore. Yeah. And like but they'll hurt whoever they love. Yeah, for sure. To get back to it. Yeah. And so how do you how do you guide people out of this in a in a way that they're not going to return to it? Or is that just a faith thing? Well, it is a faith thing. The only thing we can do is cry loud and spare not. Yeah. Right? The only thing we can do is compel. Like, th- this is why this whole podcast exists, right? We're trying to get people down to the basement. Th- this is the reason why it's not a Christian podcast. Mm-hmm. This is the reason why sometimes we cuss. This is the reason. Everything we're doing, we're just trying to reach people. Yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll become all things to all people that I may reach some, even if it means that I piss some people off and they, yeah. they're like, uh, well, I'm in the highways and byways, right? Right. I, right. When I'm when I'm in church, I'm, I'm I'll talk to church people. When yep. when I'm in the basement, I'm talking to humanity. Yeah. And um, uh, if we don't create a, if people don't know they have a place to go, yes. Why why do, why would a person stay in a domestic a domestically violent relationship? They have no place to go. Where are they gonna go? Well, then you make a domestic violence shelter, and guess what? There's some people brave enough to go. I'm out. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We got people in the basement. They haven't been to church since they found the basement. Yeah. Because it was able to show them that place you were toxic. Yeah. And now they're in this like holding plat in this holding space where it's like, God, please, we're praying. Like, please show them the community they're supposed to step into. Give them where where a healthy community is. So 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 this pod is not for everybody. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like everybody ain't dealing with the stuff I'm talking about. Everybody ain't dealing with the content I'm talking about. But there's a lot of people that are. There's a yeah. lot of people that mm-hmm. resonate with it. And so whether it's this pod or pods like ours or somebody's pod that's completely antithesis to this, as long as it's getting people into healthy spaces and places, that's all That's all we really want. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And um, we're, I'm not saying we're doing it perfect. We, you know, mm-hmm. I, I, well, we're involved, so we ain't doing it perfect, yeah. right? Yeah. And at the same time, God is giving us a grace to yeah. help as many people as we can. So that's the only thing we, we, we can keep on at least trying to do. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, it goes back to what you said at the beginning where you felt very compelled to talk about uh, coming against opposition and mm-hmm. overcoming. I see it two ways, bro. One is like the faith in you and putting in the work to fight off that opposition. Yeah. But the other side is you cannot do this alone. Hell no. Mm-hmm. You need somebody. Oh, you need. You need people. Oh, and maybe the third one, if you see someone that's trapped, be a friend. Mm-hmm. You got to be. You need yeah. to be a friend. Yeah, you have to be. Yep. You have to be willing to love people right where they are. Yes. Right smack dab where they are. Because if not, it gets it gets sucky really, really fast. Mm-hmm. Like, like really, really fast. <laughs> really, really fast. Yep. So... Hour 26 off of the one thing that you felt the Lord tell you to talk about. Well, I just don't want people to, um, it's hard to live without excuses. Yeah. And then if you, and if you can, you'll be successful in life. Point blank period. You'll overcome anything you've ever been through. If you just don't give yourself an excuse 
to allow whatever negative happened to you to stay the, the, the lead story. That's good. At some point, that crap needs to go to page six. The lead story of my life is like not that I was that I'm a recovering porn addict. It's not the lead story of my life. The lead story of my life is Jesus is Lord to the glory of God. Mm-hmm. That the gospel works. That there's a safe environment that He can put you in where you can thrive and grow. That's what we want to give people. So, yeah, I'm done. <laughs> I know we're wrapping up. Can I just share like a one minute thing? I just want to say thank you. Uh, thank you to both of you for being in my life. You've seen, I think we've been t- walking together since last May. Yeah. yeah. A few months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've yeah, been, yeah. We've, Almost a year. <laughs> we've been in this thing for a few months. Yeah. Um, I want to thank you. I'm still in the whole sanctification process of coming out of the darkness of like suicidal ideation and all of these things. Yep. I opened up to Sam about it yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I do the podcast and we're producing and we're working, my dopamine's through the roof. Yeah, for sure. When I get in the car, it's a crash. Mm. And I'm like, how do I just balance that thing? Because yeah. I know the truth. Yeah, for sure. My friends love me. Yep. We're reaching a, a massive amount of people. Yep. My DMs are flooded with, you've changed my life. Yeah. The pod- so there's all this confirmation that God is in all of this. Yeah, for and, sure. And life is good. Yeah, yeah. You got absolutely. a wife at home, like, yeah. life is great. Yeah. There's this little monkey that keeps following me. Yeah. And I, I had like, not an epiphany, um, like a moment with God when I was walking with my dog at midnight yep. two nights ago. And I'm like, God, why can't I just get over this? Like, mm. like I've brought up on the basement, like about losing my daughter. Yeah. And I'm like, God, like that was really sad, but like, please go to page 14 already. Like, right, right, right. <laughs> like, like, go over there. I love you, baby. But yeah, 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 yeah. I'm ready to like, not and, and God's just like, you're just in the process. Yeah, for sure. And I had to open up, but there's times where I've left the basement mm-hmm. with you guys and everything's great. I'm texting the suicide hotline. Mm-hmm. Not because I have a plan. Yeah, yeah, for and sure. Like, I, have, I have a knife and whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no plan, but yeah. like I'm texting them so that I don't get there. Yeah, for sure. It's like, hey, I'm just, I feel some type of way and then I'll tell my wife. So yeah. um, I just want to thank you for walking me through it because yeah. I, I am a dweller in yeah. the basement still receiving all me, this. Me too. All of mm-hmm. us. Absolutely. Yeah, so, we're, we're not like... We're not the board, <laughs> right? We're clients, right? Right. We're in the basement with people. I just happen to be hosting. Y'all happen to be producing. Yeah. But it's not like we're up here and it's like we're trying to get everybody else to be on our level. You know what I mean? Um, I want to say this to encourage you because uh, we do the, the three of us do this. We live life together. Yes, y'all, I'm not like this this um, uh, super talent that comes in. You, you know, I breeze in with a freaking chai latte and like my producers, y'all ready? Boom, go on and deuces. Rap. All right, guys, till next time, I'm out of here, right? Yeah. Like we do life together, right? Our thread says so, right? Yeah. Our text thread says so. Beautiful Mind is one of my favorite movies of all time mm-hmm. with Russell Crowe. And in that movie, you know, this dude, and, and the way that it's shot is just brilliant, right? He's schizophrenic. And you don't know that the people he's interacting with are not real until like halfway through the movie. You know what I'm saying? You're like, what? The? By the time you find out, you're like, what the? Like, mm-hmm. y- 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 you think they're real as well, <laughs> yeah. right? And what I love, though, and it's it's been a permanent, like, mental picture in my mind dealing with porn addiction, promiscuity, and all this kind of stuff. 
uh, I let me say I am faithful to my wife. I love my wife. I have a great sex life with my wife and the whole nine. But my body has kept has has kept score of all of my promiscuous ways. And it's like if you let us off the leash for a minute, yeah, we're gonna do cartwheels. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we will do cartwheels if you let us. And it's like you're not getting off the leash, yep. right? And so in my mind's eye, in the same way it was uh, for Russell Crowe's character in A Beautiful Mind, the three people that he saw the most are like over there in that corner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, don't, they never disappear. Yep. Mm-hmm. And he's sitting there and he's talking, you know, this one person is like, oh man, you, you seem to be better now. And how did you get rid of them? You don't see them anymore. And he was like, no, they're still there and I still see them. I just ignore them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then the camera shot goes over and it's all three of those yep. people that are like only a figment of his imagination, but because of the schizophrenia, it makes it real to him. They're all in the corner. Yep. Mm-hmm. And so every day he has to like choose to not interact with them because yeah. they're right there. So like, like the promiscuous Tim is right there. Yeah. Yeah, I did. Right there. Yep. Yeah. I could go hook up. That dude, that dude in that corner will go hook up with a chick in every city. Yeah. How long am I here? 36 hours? I got enough time. Yeah. Right? I can call an escort. I can go to a massage parlor. I can do all that kind of stuff. Yeah. All that's in my body. My body remembers all of that. Promiscuous Tim is in that corner right now. Like, yeah. Did you call me? Like, yeah. Can I come out? No, nah, fool, you can't come out, right? Um, porn Tim is in that corner. Yeah. And little Timmy's in that corner. In the same way, Russell Crowe had those three. Th- those are my three. Little Timmy's in that corner. Well, how do I know that little Timmy can't control my life? Because he de- he never grows up. Mm. Mm. Same way Russell Crowe cracked the code. The little girl never grew up. Yeah, That's how he knew, oh, this can't be real. Dang. Because it's been 20 years and you're still yep. right. 11. Yep. It's not possible, right? Mm-hmm. You're not real, right? And so I can't let little Timmy control my life. Every time I get scared, every time my neural system gets buzzy, every I can't let him control it. But I also have to have loads of grace for little Timmy. Mm-hmm. He was sexualized at eight. Yep. So when I, when I am tempted or right. when I get close to the line and I got to draw him back and then I got to, you know, confess in the, in, in the chat and go see my therapist. And all like, like, like I got to have loads of empathy and grace for the dude because he didn't, he, he wasn't trying to be sexualized at eight. Yeah. It just happened. And... I have I have to be I have to be very kind to him as opposed to like why the hell won't you stop yep. thinking about porn and why the hell won't you stop thinking about ending your life like yep. it's like no they're in the corner I'm gonna ignore them if they yell and it triggers me I just need to let the people in my community know mm-hmm. hey, they're getting real loud back there that's it mm-hmm. I could turn around and start a whole conversation and that could be dangerous yep. So please help me on this side. And <laughs> yeah. that's what you need community for. Yes, bro. Yes, dude. That's yes. what you need the basement for. I hope everybody's like, my hope and prayer is, is that for us, those of us that are believers in Jesus, I hope everybody's small group gets to be this vulnerable. Yes. <laughs> yes, dude. Right? Like, yeah. that's what we would want. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Um, I don't want it to just be relegated to like, uh, I, I take that to my therapist. I can never share that with anybody. Mm. Like we rally around you. Yeah. 
when you when you're vulnerable. Yep. yep. We rally 100%. around you. Y'all rally around me. Like, I, y'all know I'm in the middle of this journey with, like, uh, if I cuss, everybody's gonna leave. And but this is legitimately who I am and yep. how I talk. And yep. and and I gotta. I have to be kind to myself. Yep. And, yes, dude. And true to myself. Yes, and dude. and true to you. I can't be telling everybody vulnerability is my superpower and then yeah. edit out all my vulnerability. Yeah. <laughs> right? But we still want it to be PG thirteen, so yep. we're gonna mute stuff, right? You know what I mean? So yeah. um uh because we're not trying to be offensive. Yeah. And we're not trying to shock people. Yeah. We're just very, very real here and yeah. our I, I, I don't want to provide something from my guests that I don't give myself permission sure. to, to, to be in as well. Right? right. I can't create a safe environment for everybody else and it's not safe for me. Right. Right. Um, and I know there's some people that are, they're not going to be able to deal with that. And so uh, you hold the tension of that and you just say yes and amen. So mm-hmm. uh, thank you, Hector. We love you. Yes, we do. You're oh amazing. my gosh. I love you guys so much. That, that And that's me living it out yep. it's just a, it's just a template a blueprint yeah for sure for someone who needs to go talk to somebody today absolutely go talk to somebody please today. go talk to somebody it's really easy your problem's gonna feel this big after i promise you you will it shrinks it yep. shrinks bro instantaneously it shrinks <laughs> oh and one last thing before we close off uh you talking about you need to have a group yeah somebody started a basement group Yes, they, they did. made and and they made a professional video. Yeah, they had a crew. Like yeah, 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 the yeah. way it looked, I'm like, yeah. okay, they like really prioritized like how they wanted to just put it out in the world. Yeah, and they said we're starting a group, and it's uh the the root of it's from the basement podcast. That's awesome, bro. So it's changing the world. <laughs> no, dude, I I love it. And man, if we had more basement groups, that would be amazing. <laughs> it's crazy. Potentially dwelling places. Uh, just throwing that out. <laughs> <clears throat> Maybe hmm? dwelling places. <laughs> I love dwelling places. I'm going right? out. I'm going out on a limb, Tim. But I, I assume between the three of us, we would all be for people who want to start dwelling places oh, among themselves. Uh, absolutely yes. correct. Absolutely, man. I, w- I would love for people to have dwelling places all around the country, all around the world, where it's safe enough to represent what we do here, mm-hmm. there. Yeah, dude. And then if we could, and now I'm dreaming. <laughs> dude, if there's a place, and I don't know how we do it, because I don't want nobody going to the house of a psychopath. Please mm-hmm. don't. Uh, so, like, when we talk about officially like how we would vet mm-hmm. who gets to host these and all that kind of stuff. But man, if we could figure that out, man, it's something to dream of. It's something to dream about because if we had dwelling places all over the world and then we had yeah, like dude. a little map on the website, yeah, dude. the upset the world website Bro. where it's like, Hey, um, maybe, maybe it's time to transcend beyond. Yeah. I have a community in the chat. Yep. You, yep. you know what yep. I mean? And I really want to like do life with people. Yep. It's like, Hey, there is a dwelling place within five miles of you. Yeah, There's a dwelling dude. place dude, within that's 10 so miles good. of you. So I thought, I, bro, it's so crazy. To, I know we need to close. We talked to, I was <laughs> thinking of, I was beautiful. thinking about uh, church groups. Yeah. I was in youth ministry for right out of high school yeah. for like six years. Yeah. And the whole, the way we reached people is we always did groups. Yeah. 
But man, sometimes it was so rough yeah. when mm-hmm. I would go visit other leaders who just weren't experienced and know how to lead them. Yeah. Because uh, they the, those new leaders, they were just put in place because they needed a body there. Right, right, right. Versus right, right. them yeah. uh, having the desire to reach. Yeah. Right. When I think of a, a dwelling place, most of the people that would end up being like a leader or something, mm-hmm. they've been through this whole process of listening to all of these podcasts. Yep, yep. They've been here since episode one. They know the vision. So when you go to the group, you're on the same page. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, really I'm, good. I'm not trying to pull it out of you. Like, yeah, for sure. You came here for a reason. You watched two hours of an episode. Yeah. Yep. We're, we're most likely on the same page. Yeah, now. that's good. That's really, really good. <sighs> You're going to have me thinking about dwelling places. We keep doing this to ourselves. We get visions from God, and then we get all excited. We're like, all right, we got to do it. Dude, I haven't eaten today. None of us have eaten. Like, and I, I, like, I know, (laughs) that's when you know you're in your passion and your purpose. I haven't eaten all day. And I am not, like, sitting here like, oh, my God, I'm about to die. Right. It's like I'm just so juiced off of what it is but we do have to wrap up because and we are on steroids we are on the juice absolutely all three of us we're jacked <laughs> yeah i have i'm gonna do four, eat four more gummies and then i'll make it home in my spaceship <laughs> hey i love you guys so much uh on behalf of hector and sam uh i am your host tim ross this is the basement and i guess there's some dwelling places coming at some point we won't say soon at some point. We love you guys so much. Thank you for being a part of this community. Let's upset the world. Peace.